you were reading Vancouver is Awesome or any of the uh, Glacier Media products out there, local papers, you would have noticed a story that was filed a few hours ago by journalist Graham Wood. Uh, the story focuses on BC mayors wanting sunshine laws to tackle corruption and transparency. Graham Wood, who is a reporter for Glacier Media, joins me now. Hello, Graham. Chuck. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, my friend. Thank you for your time on this issue, and I think it's an important one. You know, when I, my time as MLA, I've always felt, you know, some people may disagree with me, but generally conflict of interest rules and what you have to disclose as an MLA and what you're doing, it, the, the laws are actually very good in my opinion. Yeah, you could quibble over some things need to be strengthened, some things are a little too too tough. But I always found the find the Wild West, in my opinion, is city council and city hall, and that those uh, rules need to be strengthened. Now, talk a little bit about your article. Uh, I understand you spoke to Brenda Locke. What would these sunshine laws do specifically? What kind of things are we talking about? Right. Well, Brenda Locke was uh, elected uh, following the term of Doug McCallum. So, mm-hmm. She's obviously identified a lot of problems that occurred. Um, I observed a lot of problems, kind of some concerns about how democracy was, you know, being undertaken uh, in that four-year term. Um, so I, I took it upon myself to talk to her about, uh, you know, how, how can uh, her new uh, term improve upon, you know, sort of uh, access uh, for the public and as well as just... Um, Laws that could prevent what happened uh, or what, perce- what was perceived to have happened uh, from occurring again. So Brenda is pledging, at least, um, to reinstate the ethics commissioner. And that's is sort of a um, uh, like a provincial uh, conflict of interest commissioner. Um, she's also wanting to introduce whistleblower uh, bylaws and also a municipal uh, lobbyist registry, among other things. And that would be specific, obviously, to Surrey, but is she asking for the provincial government to be, because ultimately the senior level government is, is, the, is the province, municipalities are answerable to the province, would she be lobbying or asking for a, a, wide, a sort of a, a province-wide uh, strengthen, strengthening of the rules? Yeah, so there's certain things that a city can do, obviously within their, their constraints and their budgets. Um, Surrey's digging off that have uh, some of these perks. Uh, we see Vancouver, which operates under a different charter. Uh, they've recently introduced an Auditor General. Um, you know, there's no Auditor General or there's no Auditor that's overlooking any of the files of any city uh, in BC. We used to have one. It was closed down. There were numerous problems with it. What Brenda is suggesting, what uh, Ms. Locke is suggesting is uh, certain aspects for the province to look at in the community charter that would be applied province-wide. So I, I guess the biggest one would be a municipal lobbyist registry that the province would create, and then presumably um, contractors and lobbyists would have to file within that system, and it would, it would be uh, reproduced throughout uh, each of the websites of, of, of um, each municipality. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just shocked that that's not there now, and it's and it is a tough one, and it is strengthened. Now, I'm reading your article. Uh, you had written, um, and this is Miss Locke, that she had heard of broad allegations, and I and I emphasize allegations of corruption from some members of the public in regards to land use applications. So, will she be uh, will she be um, uh, launching an investigation through uh, city staff to sort of review how these approvals occur? Yeah, so that's one thing she'll look at. Um, you know, uh, an auditor general uh, could could do something like that, but Surrey doesn't have one. So I think what she's going to do, at least what she says she's going to uh, direct staff to um, look into who was behind some of the 
developments, uh, these applications that were approved. Um, we know that uh, the very last uh, meeting was quite extraordinary um, before the election where 50 projects uh, within a uh, 5,000 plus page agenda, what Brenda Locke was saying, uh, was passed uh, by the, the former council. Mm-hmm. So I think you can investigate as to, you know, um, there were some some rumblings as to who uh, who is behind these developments and whether there's conflicts of interest. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, right now, uh, uh, in the Surrey Registry, I think in your article, it, you, you just have to list the people, let's say developers and contractors and business representatives who are engaged in meetings, but you don't say when you met them, and they, it's not very thorough at the end of the day. Right, yeah. So as a journalist, if I want to know who's meeting with um, uh you know, a council member, um, this lobbyist list, you know, on paper, you know, it seems like it's a good thing, but it's actually completely uh, unfunctional. It doesn't do anything other than list a bunch of names. It's a a vast uh, list of names, and Brenda also found it uh, highly um, ineffective. Now, you talked to Brad West in the article as well. He's also pushing for... uh uh, greater, I guess, um, transparency when it comes to ownership uh, and even a, f- a foreign lobbying reg- lobbying registry as well. Yeah, so um, he he's being concerned, I guess, before about um, foreign uh, foreign activity. Uh, some of his uh, residents have, have expressed concerns about uh, the People's Republic of China um, uh, committing sort of repressive actions against them, threatening. Um, that is government uh, from the government side, of course. Um, and he's also a uh, proponent of the beneficial ownership registry, uh, which uh, for land for land is being introduced by the province. But federally, uh, they are now looking at a corporate beneficial ownership registry. And Brad West, uh, he's a mayor of Port Coquitlam. He thinks it would be highly uh, useful in when council members are faced with uh, development applications and trying to figure out who's behind these applications. Graham, we've run out of time, my friend. I look forward to having you on in the near future because I think this is a longer conversation. We do want to talk to you because the financial disclosures, as you said in your article, are a patchwork. It is, as I've said, and that's my opinion, nobody else's. I think the, the city hall level is the Wild West when it comes to accountability and needing greater accountability uh, and transparency when it comes to who our elected officials and our public servants are meeting and when they're meeting and why they've come to certain decisions. So it's very important. I really appreciate the article. I, check people, I encourage people to check it out. It's Graham Wood, who's a reporter for Glacier Media. Graham, thanks for your time, my friend. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great, great day.